Good morning, Living Word. Good morning, all you morning man. God bless you. Welcome to another day, another beautiful day that the Lord has made. How do we start it? Being glad and being able to rejoice in each and every day. So we give God thanks for another wonderful day, the day the Lord has made. He made it with us in mind. And I pray that this day finds you in good health, good strength. Good mindset, got peace, you know, favor, and all the wonderful things of the kingdom of heaven. I pray those things are active and manifesting in your life each and every day. And each and every day, each and every day you wake up, you have something good to say, something good to expect. Amen. And you just absolutely believe in God that today is going, going to be the best day ever best better than yesterday <clears throat> as we wait in anticipation about the beauty of our tomorrows amen so let's just bask in the day today and just give god thanks that we're healthy we're wealthy we are strong in the lord and in the power of his mind and i pray that we walk into this day with a positive mindset nothing ever negative and the adversary wants to put negative stuff in our minds that you're not going to make it. You're not going to be able to fulfill all your tasks for today. Um, you know, some of us just have really bad expectations. Let's just cancel those things and speak good things. Speak, speak what you want to see. The Bible says you will have whatever you sayeth, and the word of God is true in all aspects of it. And our words are very, very powerful. And when we use our words correctly, we will see different outcomes. So speak to your day. Tell it to line up in divine order. Call what belongs to you into existence and everything that you believe in God for. Believe it and you shall receive it. Amen. So let me ask you a question. How many of you believe in aliens? You know, we see a lot of movies about aliens. Uh, we now have the UFO files and you know, um, people say that they have seen aliens, and they, you know, with the big eyes and the bald heads and their long stringy arms and all these things. A lot of people think they're hallucinating. A lot of people do not believe there are other living beings on other planets. A lot of people think we're the only ones. But so how many of us really believe that they are really aliens? You may believe it. You may not believe it. But I've got news for you. There are aliens on the earth. Yes. And I'm gonna give you two, I'm gonna give you a biblical proof of it that there are aliens on the earth. You're going to be shocked who aliens are. Let's go to 1 Peter 2, verse 11. It says, My divinely loved friends, since you are resident aliens and foreigners in this world. Okay, and so who is he talking to? Who are this you? Who is, who is Peter talking to? Guess who he's talking to? He's talking to the church. He's talking to the people of God. He's talking to the ecclesia. They called out one. So guess who are aliens? It is us. 
<laughs> we are aliens. Yeah, that's why we're so peculiar. That's what the Bible says. We're peculiar people. We are aliens. We are foreigners in this world. <laughs> and so he says, I appeal to you to divorce yourselves from the evil desires that wage war within you. That is the attitude of the world. That is the world culture. And Paul, I mean, Peter says we are absolute aliens. And now he's not the only one who says that. For even though we're in this world, the Bible lets us know that we are not of this world. Our true home is not in this world, but it is in heaven. And, you know, we say heaven and heavens, right? The atmosphere above us can be considered heavens. The starry skies can be considered heaven. So how could we just be a citizen of just the starry skies? What is this thing? But I've learned that there's also a planet called heaven. <laughs> there's a place called heaven. Yes, you can call it a planet if you want. It's a place, right? We don't just dwell in atmosphere. We don't just dwell in the skies or in space. There is a particular place called heaven. Heaven. I call it a planet called heaven. And that's where we are from. Yeah, you and I are the aliens in this world. All right. And so we're from a place far greater than this world. And so the Bible tells us, do not love the things of this world. Don't even be conformed to it. Um, because all the things in this world are just temporary. It's going to be gone in no time because one day we're going to reconnect with our heavenly home. All right, so let's look at some scriptures. And so I could substantiate what I'm saying to you today because I want you to realize that, yeah, they are aliens on this earth. And we are those aliens. First John, actually John 17, 14, 16 says, this is Jesus talking. I have given them your word and the world has hated them for they are not of the world any more than I am of the world. My prayer is not that you should take them out of the world, but that you should protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of it. Okay, so Jesus saying, Jesus is praying a prayer before he leaves this world, this sinful place before he dies. Um, he's leaving this world and he's saying, God, I'm give, I have given them your word and the world has hated them, this world system. And he says the reason why is because they are not from here. Listen, remember Bible tells us that before the foundation of the world, God already has chosen us. So before this world came into existence, we already existed elsewhere. Where could that possibly be? Is it just in the starry space? Is it on the moon? <laughs> Did we exist on Pluto or Saturn? <laughs> Where were we? We were on the planet heaven. We're someplace Wherever God was, that's where we were. And so we were chosen, and we were placed here in this world. And the Bible says we're not of this world, we're aliens, okay? And because we're aliens, we're told not to adopt the culture of this world because this is not the culture of our world, okay? This world is, the culture of this world is counter 
to the counter of the world we come from. In John 15, 19, it says, If you belong to the world, it will love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. All right, so we're not from here, so we cannot be expected to be accepted. Let me say it again. We cannot be expected to be accepted by this world system because we are not from here. We are truly aliens. <laughs> That's an amazing thing. That's amazing scripture. Um, first John 4 verse 5 says, They are from the world and therefore speak from the viewpoint of the world and the world listens to them. So what he's talking about, he's talking about the haters. They are from this world and they hate us because we are not from this world. Just as how when aliens, you know, earthly aliens or people from other countries um, come into the neighborhood, they sort of get looked at, picked on. I remember growing up as a boy, you know, because I had a different accent. We were always picked on, laughed at because of our accent, because we were different. We were aliens, right? We had a green card. That's a card that allows us to live in this society. So we're considered aliens, right? It's an alien registration card. It's called a green card. So we're aliens. So what is our registration? Our registration is the Holy Spirit. He's the one who separates us. And he's the one who identifies us. He's the one who seals us and marks us as not of this world. Amen. God knows who belong to him. And so when we hear his voice, it's because we are not from here. That's why we can hear his voice. That's why when he talks to us, we should listen because we are not of this world. And so Satan is a God of this world. Okay. Um, in 1 John 5 and 19, it says, we know that we are children of God and the whole world is under the control of the evil one. And so this world system, right, um, we're not the children of this world system. We're not the children of this world. Why? Because Satan is the God of this world. We are the children of the capital G-O-D. Satan is the small G-O-D of this world. Okay. And the Bible said judgment will come because the ruler of this world is already judged. Okay. And um, Satan is the ruler of this world and he will be cast out according to John 12, 31. Okay. So in 1 John 4 and 4 says, you dear children are from God and overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. So what the writer was saying is that there's a greater register. There's a greater power in us because we are not from this world system. So we are called to be different. We're called to be who we are. We're called to represent heaven. Yeah. Who, who's our father? Because God is our father. So we are called to represent spiritually. God is our father. Amen. He said to Jeremiah, Jeremiah, before I formed you in the womb, God is saying he's the one who formed Jeremiah. Jeremiah in the womb and called him and ordained him. You and I were formed in the womb by God for a specific purpose. 
And we're here as foreigners, sojourners, aliens. And our duty is to represent God in the earth. The Bible said we are the light of the world. We're the salt of the earth. And the Bible said if the, the, if the salt has lost its savior, then it's good for nothing. And so I want to make sure that we understand who we are, that we're really not from here, and we should be light. We should add flavor to this world because we are the salt. You know how you add salt to food and just makes it taste good. Well, you don't add too much, that is. Um, it just makes it taste right. The right amount of salt just makes your food just delicious. Well, that's who we are. We make the world delicious because we're not from here. We should bring beauty to this world. We should bring light to this world because we are the children of light. Amen. And because we're children of light, we are actually aliens here. And so that's why we don't get along with the world system. That's why we don't walk in agreement with the world. The Bible said, how could two walk unless they agree? We are from different systems. We are aliens. And one day we're going to be transported back to our heavenly home, our own planet. One day we're going to go back to our own planet. God is going to call us, give us back really good bodies, glorified bodies. Amen. Beautiful bodies, immortal bodies. I'm looking forward to that day when I get back my immortal body. Yeah, get rid of this flesh, this temporary system here. I mean, we got to deal with it while we're here. We got to take care of it while we're here. But know and understand, this is not the end of it all. This is just a transition piece. And we either physically die or this body physically get worn out. And so we get transported out of here. Or Christ comes back. And in a moment, our body is changed and transformed to that glorified eternal body that we once had. And so we're different from the world. In Romans 12 and 1, it says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, for this is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may be able to test and improve what God's will is, is good, pleasing, and perfect will. So what he's saying is that because we came in the world as babies, the Bible says we were born in sin, shaping in iniquity, and so we we're socializing this system. But once we recognize who we are, we need a change. You need a change of mind. Get this world system out of our head and get the correct system into our mind. The Bible said we ought to offer ourselves living sacrifice. We must not be conformed to this world, but we must be transformed by the renewing of our minds. When you really know who you are, that is when you have been positioned to know God's true will for your life. And his will is good, his will is pleasing, and his will is perfect. That's God's will. God's will for your life is good, pleasing, and perfect. Let me say it again. God's will for your life is good, pleasing, and perfect. And you will only know it when you know who you are. And when you have been transformed, when your mind has been renewed, 
and um, renewed in the word of God. So that's why it's important once we know who we are, once we have been called out of darkness and into God's marvelous light, we should study the word because the word will tell us who we are. Not only will it tell us who we are, but it will give us guidelines on how to live our lives that is pleasing to God, that we are not like this system because we are not from this system and we were not called to act like we are from this system. We don't act like, we should not be acting like we from here because we're not. We're from heaven, amen, and where our Father is the creator himself. So you and I are perfectly and wonderfully made, amen. The Bible said that my soul knows right well. So we got a purpose. Purpose is to represent and represent our Heavenly Father while we're on earth. Share the good news, you know, and wake up some more people who don't even know who they are. There are millions more people that God placed in the earth. They have no clue who they are, and they're walking down the wrong path. They have conformed to this world. They're living according to this world, and they have abandoned their original citizenship, which is the from the kingdom of heaven. James 4, 4 says, you adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of this world becomes an enemy of God. That's very powerful. The one thing we don't want in our lives is God to be our enemy. Because there is no hope. How could you win a battle with God? How could God be your enemy? And you stand a chance. You do not stand a chance if God is your enemy. Okay? So we want to make sure that we are not loving the things of this world and refusing to follow after God. Because if that's the case, if we love this world more than we love God, then God is our enemy. And how do you know do you love this world more than you love God? Because you're not living according to the word. Jesus said, if you love me, you will do my commandments. You will do what I say. That is your proof that you really love God. So if you're not living according to the word of God, then you really are an enemy of God. Mm -hmm. Let me look at 1 John 2, 15. He said, do not love this world, nor the things it offers you. But when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers only a craving for physical pleasures, a craving for everything we see, and pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from this world. And this world is fading away along with everything that people crave. But anyone who does what pleases God will live forever. So the Bible said, that's 1 John 2, 15 through 17. Those of you who want to go back and verify what I'm saying and what I've just read. Okay. And so anyone who does what pleases God will have eternal life, will live forever. Simply means you're not friendship with this world. You are not in agreement with the sinful practices of this world, but your mind has been transformed. You know who you are because you know who you are. And you know that you're a citizen of the planet heaven. You're not a, you're not a citizen of earth. 
and you live according to the dictates of your true citizenship, which is the kingdom of heaven. God is the king. Not only is your king, he is your father. <laughs> there is familial relationship with you and the king. That is amazing. And so we must represent the king in our daily lives. And so when we are doing that, when we're pleasing the king, our true selves, life eternal happens in us. Our true home is in the heavens. Look at John 18, 36. Jesus says, my kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight to, be, to prevent my arrest by the Jewish leaders. But my kingdom is from another place. Okay, so it's a place. Not just, you know, the starry skies or the space. A particular place. A place called heaven. A planet called heaven. Really, you want more proof? Look at Philippians 3, verse 20. It says, but our citizenship is in heaven. Yeah, go read it for yourself. Philippians 3, verse 20. Our citizenship is where? Heaven. We are citizens of heaven. All right? And we eagerly wait a savior from there. Our particular place. Our savior is there. His name is Lord. Jesus Christ. Amen. So I want to bring that to our attention that because we're aliens in this world, we should not be adopted to the to the way that this world governs itself, the way they treat each other. Um, they are just evil. Why is it so evil? Because the God of this world himself is evil and he influences the children of this world. And he, because he's evil, his children are evil. And that's why we see so much evil in the world. And sometimes we really can't understand it. How could people be so evil? That's because the God of this world has no bounds when it comes on to evil. But thank God that we're not from here. Our God is good. Our Heavenly Father is good. His mercies are everlasting. His truth is for all generations. And the same mind that he that, that Christ had is the same mind that is in us. We are people of love, joy, and peace. We are people who just uh, have been taught to love one another, just as how God loved us. We are people who have been taught to be forgiven, just as we were forgiven, because we are citizens of the kingdom of heaven. So when anybody asks you, do you believe in aliens? You can quickly reply, yes, because I'm an alien. I'm really not from here. Now you may startle them. They may say, what are you talking about? You let them know that you are a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. You are not from here. So listen, the folks are looking to the sky for aliens. They don't have to look to the sky. Just look in the mirror and you will see an alien because that's who we are. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this day. Thank you for reminding us who we are, that we're not citizens of this world. We're citizens of heaven. We thank you because the God of this world is not our father, but the, the eternal creator is our father. And so we bless you. 
and we praise you and we tell you thank you. And I pray, God, that we will not be conformed to this world, but we'll be transformed by the renewal of our minds. And so I pray, God, that our minds may be renewed, that we will not follow the patterns of this corrupt world. But Father, we will seek you that we may find you. We may knock that doors may be open unto us. And that God, we will have the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding that we not perish with this world. Father, I thank you for insight. Thank you for revelation knowledge. And thank you for understanding. Father, for the things you bring to our attention is it things we need to pay attention to. We give you thanks and we give you praise for reminding us that we are the children of God and not of this world. Father, we give you glory, we give you honor and praise as we bless and glorify your name. For it's in Jesus' name we pray, amen.